The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust. This is episode 700. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always anticipating the second Wolfie Wolf, uh, but uh, can never do so with any sort of reliability. Whoops, I broke the torch. But there's Wolfie. Here's the Far Lines world. And we are going to start episode 725. 725, my friends. As we walk towards those far lands here in Minecraft beta 1.7.3 toast 1.7.3 is is the version of Minecraft beta that we're we're using cuz it's the last version to have the far lands in 1.8 they quote unquote fixed that little error but uh yeah we're continuing on indeed this episode coming out on Friday, January 18th, 2019, truly, I at some point wish for this not to be a weekly series. <laughs> um, more frequently than that is, is going to be necessary. Um, but I do apologize for that. Uh, you guys are still raising money for Child's Play, Cherry. Or not, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, it's been too long. It's See, the reason I've got to make sure it's not a weekly series is because I get out of practice because we're raising money for direct relief charity at farlinesorbus.com up to $23,082.57 thank you oh thank you everybody who has donated to direct relief charity specifically <laughs> this season and uh, we're continuing on continuing on indeed I took a bit of a accidental three-day weekend. <laughs> it was nice out. It was nice out in January here in the Seattle area, which is unheard of. Well, maybe not unheard of, but worth taking advantage of. So what did I do on Sunday? I No, on Monday, I drove, drove to one of the islands, went to a park there and hiked around with Juno by the water and whatnot. Uh, and then on Tuesday, I helped somebody move out of a storage unit. And then yesterday, it was also nice. And it, it had been, do I, I feel short. Am I short? <laughs> Why do I feel so short? I mean, I guess I'm two blocks tall. It's, did I forget to put on my shoes? <laughs> um, it was nice. It was the last day it was gonna be nice on Wednesday. And I wanted to drive the Corolla around to keep it well lubricated i guess no charge you know you gotta drive it you don't want it to, to get all rotten uh so i did that a little bit and uh now it's thursday and i'm recording this episode for uh, friday tomorrow but yeah it's uh i've, I've kind of noticed i've kind of noticed that it's taken years <laughs> but year after year after year after year Yearly, you could say, I do have, like, Kurt J. Climate. Like, like every 
there are seasons of the Kurt J. Mac, probably associated with actual exterior seasons of the world. But like I've noticed, most Januarys, Februarys is when I'm kind of in hibernation mode, right? Things tend to slow down after the holidays. It's dark, it's cold, and it's hard to find those motivations. March and April is when I'm super motivated and work a lot. And I feel like I'm super productive. I mean, March is when I started Far Lands or Busts. I was motivated to get off my duff and uh, start a little thing called a YouTube channel that not that many people had done yet and see if I could have fun with that. Uh, of course, also March is when I uh, did the, the stream a day thing a couple of years back, uh, amongst other things. Well, that happened in March. And I even feel like last year and the year before, that was like, those are big times where I'm like, oh, I'm like almost streaming five, five days a week and getting a lot of hashtag content whatever. I feel like that's always March and April. And then May, May is when I guess I get restless or not, maybe not frustrated isn't the word, but just restless and, and looking for change, whether or not it be in work or life or whatever. Uh, there's, there's restlessness May, June-ish, maybe because my birthday is in June. Start to ponder life and existence and Mortality. I don't know. And then, you know, oh, that's also when I quit my job <laughs> in in July uh, after I started YouTubing. I quit my job. Restlessness, needing a big change, um, amongst other things. And then uh, August, September, I get. I, I think I get on another uh, tear, another uh, motivational tear. Productivity, playing No Man's Sky every day. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, I'm not quite sure how October, November, December tends to go. Um, but yeah, that uh, I, that just kind of struck me recently. It's all like, huh, there are these sort of patterns, fluctuations, as it were, and it's it's probably all uh, in in hindsight saying like oh yeah this is one this always <laughs> what the heck happened to Wolfie did you uh, weird weird dude there you are um, so yeah I don't know if anybody else notices that with themselves and it it, it could be like seasonal I mean I it's hard to say seasonal. Everywhere I've lived has had seasons, whether or not it be Illinois or Arizona or here in Seattle. But different. But yeah, I'm sure there might be correlations there. It's hard to say. It's hard to, to pin down. Which I guess is probably would be a good reason to have a, a, a journal or something to look back to see your own what what was going on, the mental states and, and whatnot. Literal states. <laughs> and it's every, it's every, like, two years <laughs> that I apparently get the itch to move. I don't... I'm not, by all means, moving multiple states. 
or perhaps at all. I gotta think about it. I gotta think about it. There is a place I as a as a kind of a super secret side mission to my island adventure. There, there is a, a house for rent on one of the islands that has a magical view of the water and the mountains. And ow, Wolfie! And has a two-car garage. It's like an older place, obviously. But it's 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 cheaper, but also it's like ooh, living on an island. There's 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 really not much there. The internet is my biggest. The internet is is good here. It's goodish here. It's Comcast. What more can you really expect? Uh, so moving is always, as our friends like CoStar have known, moving anywhere is always a big well. This could be the end of me. And my job, <laughs> if I get bad internet. So, yeah, I'm not. I'm not too sure about that. It would still just the hassle and cost of moving is is a good reason why most people don't move every two years, right? Um, so we'll see. I have I have another month ish to think about that. Well, really, I guess till the end of this month, and then I got to make my decision because my lease is up at the end of February to renew or not. Uh, so yeah, anyway, anyway, it's very... It's, 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 it is seemingly like a yearly basis sort of thing. It's worth considering when, when looking into one's own self and... Sorry, I haven't like, <laughs> I don't know if you can hear this, but as I'm speaking, I'm trying to dissuade a sneeze. And uh, whoo! I think we, I think we, I think we won that battle, but we didn't win the war. So, yeah, I don't know if anybody else feels like that. You can, you can comment down below, like, favorite, and subscribe, share on Twitter. Oh, that's something YouTube's getting rid of. <laughs> the automatic sharing on Twitter. Like when I upload a video and publish a video, it posts to Twitter. It's really the only way I know that. Uh, a video has actually published because usually if a video hasn't published then or it's delayed in publishing I'll, I'll oh god Wolfie where are you going over there for no spawn over here oh what you was just waltzing right towards that lava pool what a noodle what a true silly noodle mmm this is a elevated reed reedy bed uh, but yeah, YouTube is getting rid of the automatic sharing on, on Twitter, both of uploaded videos and liked videos. Whenever perhaps some of you guys like a video, it says, I liked a video by Kurt J. Mac at blah, 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 blah. No, they, they very much would like you not to use any other website other than their own. So that's an annoyance. I'm sure there's some automated script way I could have it post to Twitter. But uh, anyway, let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. And uh, Twitterness. Right, Wolfie? Right. So yeah, that that's gonna be a thing to think about. <laughs> oh boy, the uh, yeah, they want us to use. There's apparently this uh, like a feed. There's a feed, and there's also like stories, like like Instagram snor snories? snories, stories, stories. <laughs> Get it, snories. 
uh, Instagram stories, which was taken from uh, Snapchat stories. YouTube has their own stories and also like a, a activity feed. They're constantly giving me phone app alerts. We created this animated GIF from your latest video. Share it with your followers on the YouTube feed. And it's like just some random, it's usually like of a video game like menu screen. Just <laughs> because they don't, they don't know when to make a GIF out of it. Um, like in, in, the, in the recent like spin tires episodes, it was like me choosing which attachments to put on a truck. And it's like, okay, thanks for that five second animated GIF of, of that. Not exciting at all stuff. So anyway, I got to actually look at my analytics to uh, just see how much traffic may or may not come from Twitter. Also Facebook. Also Facebook. I am I'm very, very seriously considering just deleting Facebook. I recently was able to recover my admin for the Far Lands of Us page, my admin login, which is separate from my personal Hello, I am actually Kurt Facebook profile that I've had since I first set it up back in the early days when it was only available to colleges when I was in college, which I definitely want to delete because I don't use it anyway. I have like eight or six, six friends and they're all like just my family. <laughs> and like I never post anything or I never interact or whatever. I just have it so I can manage the Far Lines of Bus page. But now that I don't need that, I could probably just delete it. Um, but yeah, also like, like, is it worth it? to, like, how much traffic? Specifically, the Facebook page, it doesn't even, like, there's, I think I have, like, 24 or 14, 24,000 people following or liking the Far Lines of Bus Facebook page, but whenever I post something, it actually only reaches about 900, and maybe, like, 12 actually stop and engage with it. So they, they, they'll they send it to all 24,000 of my followers if I pay them, of course, but uh, I'm not having any of that. <laughs> so everybody delete your Facebook. It's fine. That's the only way it's going to work. As less and less people are on there, it becomes less and less valuable, right? Most people's reasons for not wanting to leave Facebook is like, well, I don't know how to keep up with the rest of these people. You'll find a way. You'll find a way. Or perhaps you'll learn that the people you are keeping up with are not worth that time anyway. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to go on to that tangent. Tangent! You know what tangents I like to uh, obsess about? Pointless ones! Like leaky faucets! <laughs> oh man, in thinking about the, the patterns and the, the seasons of the Kurt, I notice I also find myself allowing small, normally inconsequential things to consume my everyday, like my faucet in my kitchen is leaking. It's one of those pull out. Did I already talk about this? I'm getting lost as to what I've talked about on stream versus what I've talked about in Farlands of Bus. But anyway, the it's one of those pull out. The the faucet head pulls out of the the neck of the faucet, and you can use it as a hand sprayer, and uh, handheld sprayer, hand sprayer. Only you can only spray your hands. Uh, handheld sprayer. Well, the hosts. The, the the noodle part has started to leak, and I first noticed because it was leaking and then dripping down behind and underneath the sink, um, and and it's it's the hose itself 
and it's not it's not an attachment point it's not an o-ring or anything it's the actual hose itself so i'm like okay i'll find a hose it's got to be a replacement part it just unscrews and then unclips from this kind of quick connect thing in the back of the back of the uh, the faucet connection link point i don't know what brand of faucet it is because there's no words there's no logos you know like it usually says like kohler or moen or whatever brand is is american standards but i think because this is the faucet that came with the house when it was built it's just some cheap generic contractor you know the builders just quickly installed when they were building finishing building the houses so there's no brand and each and every brand and and each and every model within brands uses some other non-standard form of hose and attachment point I went to Home Depot, and you might be asking, why don't you just call your uh, landlord, your your pro- uh, property manager? Because um, little stupid things like like obviously my, my microwave stopped working at some point. I called them and they fixed it. Uh, something happened with the light. They they replaced a, a light fixture. Okay, yeah, that's fine. But little doohickey things like this, uh, I don't I don't mind taking care of a leaky faucet, a loose screw. <laughs> I got a few loose screws. Let me tell you what. Um, so I went to Home Depot and found a universal replacement hose. It had a bunch of attachments. It's the right kind of braided hose. No, none of the attachments work or properly seal or screw on 100% of the way. A real disaster. And then I also ordered from Amazon one that looked like it would work from the picture. It doesn't work. The just everything is wrong with it so now I got to return both those things and I finally did contact the property manager and they're like uh how about some tape (laughs) plumber's tape or, or or something or is you know they're asking me questions of things I've already checked like is it an o-ring or something I'm like no it's it's like the actual hose so I don't know I I my dishwasher has been getting more of a workout in the last three days than forever since I've lived here. I always just hand wash my dishes. Oh, man. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I don't, I don't know. I might try the tape thing. I don't think that's going to be a permanent fix. But anyway, you can see my point here is it is literally consumed. I, I'm pretty sure I didn't stream or work a day last week or two because of this, because I was going to Home Depot and Lowe's didn't have it, so I had to go to Home Depot and blah, 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 blah. This always happens, <laughs> uh, and, I, and I don't want to call it OCD, because that's, you know, something else, and everybody's saying, oh, I have, oh, that's triggering my, my OCD. That is wrong on multiple fronts, and for multiple reasons, it, it diminishes the real, actual, prescribed condition of obsessive-compulsive disorder, but it, it's it's got to be something uh, related to, to anxiety, attentiveness, um, and just the fact that they're small things. Like I'm, I, I'm, I'm separating myself a bit because I've recognized, but I'm, I, I was necessarily obsessed with trying to find the handbrake cover for the old Corolla. Whoa! Like this little interior trim piece. And I, I recently, there was a guy who was scrapping and parting out a, like, 1980 Corolla that had similar parts, but they were, like, 
an hour and a half drive away. And I like contacted him and they're like, yep, I have that part and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, why? I don't need to drive three hours there and back for this little piece of plastic. <laughs> like, calm down now, Kurt. The wheels, yeah, the wheels were like a little over an hour drive away to get the wheels. That makes sense. That's a big thing. But, you know, little, little flimsy doohickeys. I am slightly obsessed. My current driving it yesterday, Corolla obsession, is a floppy hood. <laughs> Cone knows about my floppy hood. Excuse me? But it, uh, in, in the rare occasion, I do get up to and over 45 or 50 miles an hour depending on how far off the speedometer is at that point. The, specifically the left side of the hood starts to flopping. Disconcertingly. <laughs> That's, that, you know, it's got a safety latch and it's, it's secure, but it's still a little bit disconcerting. It's still a little bit disconcerting. I've, I've adjusted the, the bumper, the little hood bumpers. I've adjusted the latch. Uh, I even started adjusting the, uh, the hinge. Because I was thinking, okay, maybe the hinge is too low and it's causing like a, uh, what is that called? A pendulum on the front uh, with the uh, little rubber bumper stopper thingies. So I tried that. That really didn't work. It, it does need, there's the, I don't know if you could think of what a hood looks like underneath. Uh, there's basically the flat piece of metal that is the hood, but then underneath there's there's like a bunch of... I guess you can call it structure bracing. Ah, careful, Wolfie. Um, normally that's just attached with a, a very hard adhesive, like a spongy hard adhesive. All that ad adhesive has has gone. So really, there's the hood itself is not connected to the underlying structure brackets, uh, struts, if you will. So maybe re finding that sort of adhesive foam stuff. I think it's it's I think it's called like uh foam weld or weld weld foam or it it's it, yeah, anyway. Perhaps finding that. I do know that some of the metal around the actual hood latch on the hood there is a crack there from probably too much wiggling up and down at speed. Um but yeah, that's kind of like my latest obsession. It, that one's a little bit important, but I don't know. Maybe not as important as keeping other stuff. You know, whatever. Um, so yeah, it's just these things really just overwhelm. That's got to mean something, right? <laughs> you know, uh, let's just sleep on it. Let's not get overwhelmed. Let's sleep on it and continue in the morning. And awakeness. And awakeness indeed. Oh, Wolfie, you need uh, you need some treats. You're looking a little you're looking a little peckish. There we go. Peckish, peckish. You know what else I was obsessed with? The uh, when I was I I was thinking of doing a like since I'm oh I'm not working yesterday and I'm gonna take the Corolla for a drive. Let's do a driving vlog. Uh, mm, I don't think I'll ever be able to do that in the Corolla. It's too much of a stressful experience to drive that thing. My all of my brain power is being used on shift, shift, clutch, turn, shift, clutch, brake, shift, shift, hill start, hill start. You know, it, it's, it's, uh, and also 
make sure the hood doesn't fly open and murder everybody. Uh, so yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to do that. <laughs> um, also, it's like probably way too loud in there. I mean, Cone did it in, in the car. Cone did it. He's more experienced, so he doesn't really have to think about... Whoa! Accidentally hitting his mouse and spinning around 360 degrees. Uh, he doesn't have to worry about the manual transmission stuff, but... Something else in, in that same vein I was obsessed with was the audio from the GoPro. Trying to record either vlogs on hikes or in the Subaru and cars where I got the little lavalier mic, I got the little extension cable, I got uh, a, a different mic on a different mount, uh, messing around for hours in, in Adobe trying to cancel out the noise. Man, that, you know, that took a long time. And I still haven't solved it. It's eventually, I just give up. So with this faucet, I'm just eventually going to give up and just tape it <laughs> and hope it doesn't leak anymore. Maybe put a bucket underneath the uh, the faucet sink uh, cabinet. Mm. <laughs> um, also, I recently installed, I guess my Christmas gift to myself was a dash cam for the Subaru. Got the dash cam, plugged it in, it, it uses a USB, uh, it works, but I didn't want it to take up a whole... Because I use my uh, cigarette lighter power for my phone. I didn't want it to take up the cigarette lighter thing. So, based on the recommendation of folks in my Twitch chat, I got a, a hardwire um, fuse tap USB, which they make for dash cams or whatever. So I spent not only all the time researching and buying the right one, but then installing and routing the cable all the way around, hiding it underneath the trim, properly plugging it into the accessory switch, uh, uh, fuse doohickey, mounting, I mounting the, the, the thing, the, uh, I keep wanting to say GoPro, but dash cam. Um, and then I realized that the cable I got it's like a USB, not USB-C, what's the other one? Mini USB? It's a right angle one? And the what? The, the USB cable that came with the uh, dash cam? Because you mount it upside down, it goes to the right angle and then up, right? This one in the, in the kit I bought for hardwiring it angles down, which is... Oh, oh man, that really... That really did something. <laughs> I'm like, oh man. So it's a right angle down and then I got the cable wrapping around to go up. But I did, I, I did a pretty good job. Other than that, I have the cable routing up through the, uh, the rear view mirror. Already has a cable to it because it's a powered rear view mirror with a garage opener and compass and auto dimmer and stuff like that. Up into the headliner and then around the door sill, and then in under the dash to where the, the fuse box is. I'm very proud of that. I did end up just, whatever excess cable there was, just shoving it behind a plastic body panel that had some space in it. But that's fine. Nobody needs to know about that, except everybody I just told. But yeah, it's just like, ugh, that sort of stuff I, I obsess about. And it just be, it's, becomes my day. <laughs> or multiple days. Whoo, buddy. But anyway, but anyway, let's answer some questions. This, whoo, I do need to do these more than once a week. I got so much to get off my chest. 
This is like therapy, only not helpful. <laughs> Way off the trail with the donation to Direct Relief asked, What is the worst game you have ever played? Oh, man. There's a lot of bad games we played. Maybe not a lot. Some. There's going to be some if we're going to try to play 365 games this year. Normally, if I hear that a game is bad, then I avoid it. But, you know, things like heavily armed, <laughs> uh, Ocean City Racing, those are pretty bad games. Um, those are pretty bad indeed. Then there's, like, bad, disappointing games, like the Tomb Raider reboots. We're pretty, we're pretty bad. People liked them, they exist, they were made to AAA standards. Uh, but those were just emotionally bad, <laughs> with the connotations, I suppose. I, I'm trying to think of, like, bad games I perhaps bought or played on other, like, old systems. Man, one of the first games, one of the first games, one of the first games I ever owned when I got the uh, NES, the original NES, the Nintendo Entertainment System, was Battletoads. And that was a bad game just because it, it was a bad game and it you couldn't get past the second level, or the third level or whatever level that was. And it was, it was so annoying, so very bad, the, the hover bike. Like, too hard for a 12-year-old or 10-year-old. I don't even remember how old I was when we got that thing. So, yeah. But, of course, in, in hindsight, everybody remembers it as the super hard game that was super, like, oh, and everybody remembers the pause screen music and... So there's that. Um, I mean, there's a lot of games I didn't like. I got Final Fantasy VII because it was, like, touted as the greatest game ever in, in the PlayStation 1 era. And I had never played uh, any of those turn-based combat RPG situations. Screenshot! Um, and I was just like, hmm, I never got past the first disc. There's like seven discs. <laughs> I'm like, this is just not for me. I am not enjoying my time here in this in this video game world. So I just stopped playing it. Similarly with Katamari Damacy. I got it because it seemed fun and an interesting concept, but I never it never uh, got me hooked. Because it was also, I couldn't, it was also hard. One of those timed sort of situations. And I could never really fully grasp the dual stick controls. It never made sense to me or I was never able to be skilled enough to carry on with the game. I'm like, alright, I played it. The song is trapped in my head now for the rest of my life and, and I can get rid of this now. Um... I'm sure there were a lot of, like, bad games. Worst game? I don't know. That's like saying, it's like just the opposite of favorite this. Or that. Or whatever. I mean, Driver 3 was pretty bad. Or sorry, Drive 3R was, was bad. 
I really like the driver games and I really I tried to like that one so much and you could tell that they tried their best to make a good game but there's there's a YouTube video about it about the whole politics and basically time pressure from the Grand Theft Auto series the publishers Kind of bailing on them and just saying, ah, just, just, just put it out. Whatever you got, put it out. I know it's not done. Just put it out. Um, yeah. So that's why that was a really bad game. Much redeemed by Driver San Francisco, which was a good game. Um, so yeah. Oh boy. Speaking of worst games. IndyCar Champion asks, as we near the end of our F1 season, you mean it's not over already? <laughs> uh, I didn't make the last race because uh, I was uh, out <laughs> hiking, like I said. What were your favorite and least favorite races? Which track is the most fun to drive? Um, I'm kind of thinking back to, I think, as far as driving was concerned... Some of my favorite races were the one season I did with Cone by ourselves, just me and Cone, like the first series I ever did with Cone. Um, it must have been that specific game and the handling and the, the mechanics of it, but I had a lot of fun in that game. Particularly, I really like Spa, but I also really, just in that season alone, I really had a good time because it was me and Cone were really racing each other in uh, Austria at the uh, the uh, uh, Spielberg or whatever the heck it's called. Those last two corners, I was really chucking it in there and, and really just at the edge of, of all control. And that was just really fun to then make it stick. And I think I ended up winning that one versus Cone, even though we were like side to side, I'm pretty sure. Um, so yeah, those were my some of my favorite as far as F1 is concerned. This season? Like, the the season we were doing, are doing, we're done with right now? I don't know that I had many favorites. (laughs) I don't know that that has been an overall enjoyable experience for me. Um, Different experience? Yes. But there's something about both just the game and the cars and the way they are that did I sit down Wolfie? Yeah. That it's not as much fun. I tried doing a race with traction control like off or half and I've done that in previous seasons and it's actually quite fast and quite fun but I couldn't get it to stick this time so I had no fun with that and well you know the rest. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know the rest. And I'm glad, like, the the, the other humans in that group are, are all tracking their points separately. And they seem to be, I don't know if enjoying is the right word, but taking it fairly uh, seriously, which maybe might be at odds with how myself and Beef and, and Cone have tended to take the Formula One series in the end. Um, but yeah. Thank you uh, for those questions and donations to Direct Relief Charity. Farlandsorbus.com is where you can do that as well. 
That'd be much appreciated. Keep me things, keep giving me things to talk about. Let me know your thoughts about the earlier topics I, I went on and rambled on and on and on about. You could say I obsessed about them, allowed them to consume me and my data. No. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this has been episode 725 of Far Lines Bus. Thank you so much for watching. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. <laughs> This could be the end of me. 